podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello there guys, what is going on? Daniel Charles back here again. It's Monday, it's the start of another week and we've got some Chelsea transfer news to break down. Striker search this month for Chelsea, some potential names that I know are exciting Chelsea fans today. We'll get into that, I'll give you my thoughts and then also Chelsea again going in for a South American talent, one that could cost whoever buys him this month up to £60 million, which I just think is insanity. We'll get into that in the second half of today's show. Firstly, though, let's get into the striker search and Matt Law's piece because Chelsea are now on a little bit of a winter break. Of course, we beat Fulham on Saturday. We now don't have a game until next Tuesday, the 23rd against Middlesbrough. So his piece breaks down that Pochettino's break will be filled with one fault, Chelsea's need for a goal scorer. He says that there's no obvious solution to Chelsea's need for a goal scorer in the January window. Apparently, there is no appetite from Chelsea, referencing profit and sustainability rules, to spend $120 million to sign Victor Osman from Napoli. And the growing belief is that Ivan Toni will see the season out at Brentford. Taking a risk on a striker who has been prolific in Portugal or Holland is unlikely to yield instant results, which perhaps leave Chelsea having to consider the possibility of trying to find a short-term loan option from Saudi Arabia in the form of Roberto Firmino or even Karim Benzema. These are two names that are obviously very big and especially in the case of Benzema, I've seen a lot of people getting excited about it. I'll put up the poll on screen now that I did on my uh, YouTube community page and it's it's very lopsided towards uh, Karim Benzema, 89% what I'm looking at right now that might have changed by the time you're looking at it. But some comments here, Luke is is going a little bit more for Firmino here. Bobby is prem proven. I still think he's better than every single Liverpool attacker not named Salah. Benzema gives me a Bamiyang vibes and the wages are ridiculous. Sharan though says, don't lose out on an experienced striker to United or Arsenal. Benzema can literally turn our season around single-handedly. Whilst Neville once again giving a vote to Bobby Firmino who says he would light things up at Chelsea. McClackbot, I think it's called, uh, Chicago Dimitri. I definitely just go and use this. If you want to compare players, it's, it's really neat and um, great database. And just looking at Jackson this season versus Firmino last season in the Premier League, his final one at Liverpool. And then, of course, Nicholas Jackson this season compared to Karim Benzema, his final year at Real Madrid in 22-23. And... I think the big question here is I like Firmino as a player. I really do. I would have less... Con- my, my concerns with Benzema are more to do with his character and more to do with his impact, potentially on a dressing room, some of those things that we have seen throughout his career and even as recently why he could be leaving our way to had, which we'll get into. Uh, but in terms of stylistically, I think you do have two different forwards here and I think it comes down to a priority of what you're looking for this month. If there is a realistic chance of signing both, I feel that, and Chicago Dimitri did make this point on on X when I was posting about Firmino earlier, is that Firmino, what he was always best at at Liverpool, what was his greatest strength? And that was being a facilitator to Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah that won the Premier League title. Like he would score goals, he could score some brilliant goals, but really everyone remembers him as that player that would drop a little bit deeper, link up with the midfield and allow space for two of the best wide attackers that would very much go quite centrally usually to score those goals. They they were elite finishers in that team. And when you look at the development of Nicholas Jackson this season, who I think is all round play, especially that we've highlighted in recent weeks, is sure not to the level of 
some of the greatest creators in the Premier League. I'm not making that point at all. But when you actually look at those those performances and what he could develop into, actually what's quite clear for Chelsea is the end product. It's that finisher. It's what actually happens inside the six-yard box. It's, it's having that composure, that clinical edge. And that's where Benzema is, of course, one of the best over the last decade. And and when we've seen that consistently, Chelsea know that firsthand. I mean, for me, one of the best centre-forward performances I have ever seen live was from Benzema against Chelsea in that 2022 Champions League quarterfinal, especially in the first half. And, of course, he scored in the second leg that broke our hearts in extra time. He scored some big goals en route to that Champions League uh, winning final against Liverpool that year. So Benzema undeniably for what Chelsea maybe lack and and for a six-month burst where, and even probably less than that, to be honest, where we are now, he could potentially offer just that short-term option that Pochettino is potentially craving at the moment. I think my concerns are, as I say, character and also just Chelsea history. We have been down this road a lot of times before. Gonzalo Higuain a few years ago looked like a very safe bet for Maurizio Sarri. Turned out to be a pretty disastrous loan move for, for only a short period of time. Didn't offer the finishing that we really needed at the time. Didn't drastically improve our attack. And actually, Olivier Giroud was kind of being undermined then. And Olivier Giroud still looked like probably one of Chelsea's best, especially attacking January signings, still looked like as good or if not better a centre-forward absolutely for Chelsea. Remember, he scored in that Europa League final. So really trying to find another Drew is the key for me this month if we are going to sign anyone. But then also Benzema's character, his actions. What would his character be like impacting a young Chelsea dressing room, which has been accused of lacking character, lacking leadership. And I don't know whether Benzema offers a character that is going to be able to lead those players forward, even be humble enough to at times have to rotate. I'm not sure he's that type of player. When I'm seeing stories that Marcel were reporting here that he didn't show up for pre-season for how it he had and he's excluded him from Dubai trip. I think some of this maybe we're seeing a, a wider trend this month that some players who have gone over to Saudi because of the major investment over the summer maybe have a little bit of buyer's remorse and are thinking to themselves, actually, this league isn't that great. Maybe culturally it isn't fitting them for some players. And... You know, all those things I think are relevant. It's And it's not the case that a player missing training is some abnormal freakish thing that we've never seen before. Chelsea have bought players who've done that to try and force a move. Um, but I think these things at least need to be in the conversation. You know, if you're concerned about, you know, the culture at Chelsea or a lack of it or a lack of strength that is leading raw, unproven players who need a bit of guidance, you know, forward... I, I would, if you're going to bring in an older player, I want them to offer that along with what they're doing on the pitch. And I think that would be my one concern with Benzema. But I think if Chelsea are hell bent on signing someone like a Benzema, I think he probably fits the top of the bill when there isn't a major list of options, if we're, if we're being frank. I think Firmino, I think as a character, is probably a lot better. I think obviously that Premier League history, very recent Premier League history, and when you look at his numbers, aren't exactly tragic. I think would do a competent job for Chelsea and I think maybe would be a little bit more freer to, to rotate. And when you actually think that Nkunku's been out for a long period of time and, and Poch has been looking for that player to play that kind of Nkunku role, maybe Firmino offers that more than Benzema, but Benzema offers the finishing that has been elite over the last decade. The second half of today's show is is something that just absolutely baffles me once again because we, we've heard reports again around striker that Chelsea apparently are looking at Aston Villa's uh, young striker, 
And it just, it's its its a real nonsense, uh, really, this for me. And it comes back to criticisms I have of Chelsea's transfer strategy and why I'm not kind of banging the drum going, we have to sign this player, we have to sign that player this month because I just don't have trust in the wider strategy at the moment. And apparently Chelsea are continuing with talks to sign Estavo Willian, referred to as Messino. Uh, Chelsea have a team in place to look at the South American targets. They've drawn up a list of next top talent to bring in at 18. This is from Secret Scout. Now, again, I, some people that I follow on online and, and really respect their opinion, like Jessica Frotta, who knows so much about Brazilian football and South American football in particular. And I know there are some people who really do believe this is another amazing talent that could rise to the level of, say, Vinicius Jr. in, in the upcoming years. You know, that's a... Again, Vinicius Jr., it's like the killing Mbappe effect, right? Like people see one great young talent and think it's going to go in the same trajectory as another. Right? I think that's you know, it's kind of hard and unpredictable to, to assume that. I think the thing that just baffles me right here is, number one, the, the price being touted by several outlets at the moment is just absolutely nonsensical for Chelsea to pay this month because... At the core, you're not getting this player right now and the likelihood is you're going to be waiting a couple of years to get him in the first team. That's number one. If you're trying to attribute funds to a squad that needs improvement right now and that's your belief, but then you're also cheering the signing over 60 million of someone that we can't even use right now, that's a bit farcical to me. Number two, I mean, for me, it just again feels like a little bit of a self-indulgent piece of business rather than what's actually improving the first team right now. And it doesn't improve the first team right now. And it's a bit like the Kendry Pires thing, right? Like Kendry Pires could turn out to be an amazing player. We really hope he, he turns out to be that. But I can't really focus on Kendry Pires right now because he can't play for Chelsea for a little bit now. So I, I'm focusing on players we have currently. And again, there's going to be no great credit to sporting directors if instead of spending 60 million on someone like Estavio, say if you promote from within like Leo Casadine and he's been really doing great things with the academy. I think there's been a a feeling that he could have made some appearances in the first team, especially that FA Cup game. Apparently he pulled up injured. That's a, a regular occurrence, isn't it? Just before the game. Him breaking through into the first team, getting minutes this season is not going to look like any great stroke of genius from sporting directors out in the market. But to me, that offers us a more tangible look at the first team right now. And it's the same for, say, Alfie Gilchrist. There's reports and have been reports this month about us trying to sign another centre-back. What is the point? We've got Alfie Gilchrist right there. And as we saw with Trevor Chalabar, as we have seen with others, that player could save us about 40 to 50 million pounds. And it's just, it just baffles me. And I'm not sitting here and telling you that Willian, I mean, I'd re-sign the old Willian, to be honest, because he still looks like he could do a shift for Chelsea. But the 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 main point seriously is that i don't i don't see how this is the main priority right now i don't see how this doesn't create a clutter further down the line and isn't just kind of you know more kind of theory more kind of potential more things that people have to wait years to see come to fruition when actually right now sure it's not about like sacking the manager, ripping everything up. That's the, as you know from me, I'm, that's not my kind of belief about things. But at the same time, 
I just, I don't, it's, it just feels like to me excessive spending on players that aren't necessary right now. And is it really the case that, because we, we keep on being told this about certain talents that we have to, no, trust me, trust me. And it's like, yeah, I know that the other one we signed and, and he was the really big one, but no, trust me, this is the one we need to sign. I think that can be said over and over again. There are always going to be those type of talents at a young age. And some of those, maybe you can sign. Some of those will slip through your fingers. That's just the nature of football. But really, if we're talking about priorities right now, signing a 60 million player that you aren't even able to use right now, and actually it's, it's a real slap in the face to the academy graduates that could be making their way into the first team, that could be developed and given opportunities and save the club that 60 million. I'm just, I'm not on board. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to give the club any great credit, credit for that because I don't think in other capacities they're making the best use of their academy, which could save them money. Thank you so much for taking the time to watch this show. If you're a Chelsea fan and you want more carefree content, please do hit that subscribe button. Really helps the channel out as well as the like button and sharing it around with friends so more people can get involved in the community. And you can follow Son of Chelsea across socials at Son of Chelsea on TikTok, on Instagram and on X. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network.